Temper, temper. Live from an undisclosed location, this is the Gribble Nation Roadcast. And hello there, and welcome back in to a new episode of Just Passing Through here on the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Uh, this is Dan coming to you. Uh, it's been a little while since we last uh, spoke, but we got... Uh, a little bit of a different program for you this time around, uh, which you're going to listen to coming up, is a, a trip report uh, that I just came back. Actually, I'm recording this on Monday night, April 12th. Uh, just came off the back of a, a three-day weekend trip, and I'm here to tell you all about it. So um, we're going to break this down day by day. It was certainly a very interesting trip, um, especially the first day. In fact, it really got interesting even before I left town, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, this is being brought to you, of course, by Anchor FM, and let's get into uh, the meat and potatoes here of this trip. So, as I said, this trip took place uh, over this past weekend, April 10th through the 12th, and I hope you enjoy... Uh, my little narration here, some notes and details and some little, some uh, background information and stories uh, from my first trip to the Carolinas in just about six years. It's been way too long, but it was good to be back. Uh, let's get into it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Okay, April 10th, Saturday, 2021. Day one. Charlotte road trip. Weather conditions, New York City, uh, clear skies, temperatures in the low 40s, evolving eventually into uh, temperatures in the mid 70s in Charlotte. Started the day in New York City in the borough of the Bronx, ended the day in Rockingham, North Carolina. Naturally, I flew to Charlotte for this trip. Uh, the planned flight was LaGuardia, New York to Charlotte Douglas. Uh, this trip got off to a very bizarre start uh, even before I reached the airport. Um, it would not be LaGuardia Airport without some shenanigans of some form or another. Uh, even though they are building a new airport right now and it and the areas that are open are actually quite fantastic. I, I was hanging out in the new Terminal B for a little while on the Saturday morning. Um, so yeah, what happens? So about 12 hours before I was due to check in for my flight, uh, which was originally scheduled to depart at 6 a.m. on uh, Saturday morning, I received an email from American Airlines notifying me that my flight was canceled, uh, which meant that I had to find some rescheduled uh, itinerary to, just to get me down to North Carolina. And the one that I ended up choosing at no additional cost was an 8 a.m. departure from LaGuardia that wouldn't get me... Un that wouldn't get me to Charlotte until about 3.30 in the afternoon because I had to connect with another flight in Nashville. So I took a very roundabout way on the Saturday to get between New York and Charlotte. Um, I wasn't expecting to visit 
the home city of my favorite NFL team on this day, but I did actually get to see it on the, our descent into the airport. It's Nashville's looking pretty fine these days. Uh, hopefully it's not too much longer before I get to Nashville again. Um, so that was an unexpected uh, turn of events, even before I headed for the airport. Um, I left from work um, right at about uh, 4 a.m. I'm still working the night shift after all. Uh, drove from the South Bronx to the parking area off of Dittmar's Boulevard in Queens, which is right across from LaGuardia Airport. By the way, in case you're wondering which route I took, it was uh, Bruckner Expressway eastbound from Hunts Point across the Whitestone Bridge, Whitestone Expressway, and then over to uh, Dittmar's Boulevard. And um, that trip took me about 15 minutes, all told. Again, I got to LaGuardia, checked in, and had to sit around and wait for my uh, newly revised itinerary, which, again, the flight did not depart LaGuardia until 8 a.m. And um, so that was two hours later than expected. Ultimately, I didn't get to Charlotte until about seven hours after my originally intended arrival time. And we'll talk more about the ramifications of that in just a couple of minutes. As far as the flight itself is concerned, very rough flight from New York to Nashville. Uh, it was bumpy the whole way. There was some pretty, there was some, there was some pretty serious shaking going on up there at, at a couple of different intervals. Um, flight time itself was about we were about in the air for two hours or so. Um, yeah, it was not very pleasant at all. Um, there's a major frontal system moving through the southeast on this day. We passed through it on our way west as it was moving east. Uh, so we touched down in Nashville just as the storm was ending. Uh, pretty much arrived on time, although that hardly mattered because I had a three-hour layover in Nashville Airport. So I got to familiarize myself with the terminal there. Uh, which, you know, that could come in handy in the not-too-distant future. I do intend on returning to Nashville at some point in the year 2021, maybe sooner rather than later. So it was good to at least familiarize myself with the airport uh, while I was there. Um, got to take a nap on the floor of a uh, an empty gate area for about an hour, because remember, I was up since about 8 o'clock the previous night. Um... And with this trip taking far longer than I expected it to, I found the need to uh, have a snooze for a little while. So I was able to miraculously do that for, I just passed right out for about an hour or so. Um, so got that out of the way. Uh, departing connection flight between Nashville and Charlotte departed on time. Uh, that flight was in the air for about an hour, and what better way to cap off the day than to fly back through the storm system that you just flew through uh, to get to Nashville. So I had to go through this dang storm system twice, whereas if I had just taken my originally scheduled flight, I would have snuck into Charlotte hours before it ever arrived in town, um, probably with minimal disruptions. Um Although I must say that the second leg was a much easier time of it in the air than the first flight. Um, some turbulence in the air, though not nearly as bad as the outbound flight to Nashville. So that is so that flight was an improvement. Nevertheless, 
Uh, it was a pain in the butt just to reach Charlotte. Our flight arrived on time at about 3.30 Eastern Time. Um, let's see here as I go through my notes. So, landed at 3.30, picked up rental car at about, and I was on the road at about 4 o'clock. The Wizmobile for this past weekend was a 2020 Volkswagen Passat. I picked it up with about... Uh, let's see, 1,600 miles on the odometer. And at the end of the program, I'll tell you more about the totals and the mileage that I was able to accumulate in the two and a half days that I had it. Um, so as I said a couple minutes ago, the uh, trip itinerary for this weekend had to be altered pretty significantly because, as I said, I was seven hours late getting into town, and there was heavy rain bearing down on the metro area uh, at the time of our arrival from the West, which meant that a lot of stuff that I wanted to do on this first day was no longer feasible. I had planned to strike southward into South Carolina on this day, possibly making it all the way to Charleston. I do have a drone now, as you know, and so there are a couple of landmarks in the Charleston area that I'm hoping to uh, get a couple of flights around in the not-too-distant future. Maybe I'll tell you about those landmarks in an upcoming trip report. Who knows? Um, so Columbia and Charleston had to be scrapped from the plan. Um, this is, however, as you'll hear about later on, uh, not the end of the world, um, because this is going to be the first of a series of trips. It's not going to be just one. This was not just a one-off. Um, but maybe if time permits, I'll tell you guys a little bit about my future plans for the Carolinas going forward. Anyway, so picked up the rental car at 4 o'clock at uh, Charlotte Douglas. As I said, the rain was bearing down on us from the west. So my only chance of really getting anything productive accomplished on the Saturday was to head east. And there just happened to be a road that fit that description that uh, would do just fine. So I got on U.S. Route 74 right outside of the airport and I headed east and I kept going east on US 74 for quite a while until I reached the town of Lawrenceburg which is between Rockingham and Lumberton uh, it's also noteworthy as really the transition point where uh, Interstate 74 this southeasternmost segment of it that exists currently uh, picks up and continues eastward uh, past I-95 in Lumberton um, took about two hours to get out that way. Um, of note here was the, uh, you know, documenting the uh, Rockingham bypass, the existing section of the highway east to west, and also some of the construction going on on the north-south leg of the bypass. This is going to be, of course, future Interstate 73 and 74. Um, I got to tell you that, you know, the last couple of months have really uh, gotten to me as far as work and as far as YouTube are concerned and this weekend was really just about getting away for a couple days getting away from New York um, no offense Adam but getting away from other people uh, and I gotta tell you that one of my favorite memories from this weekend I can tell is gonna be driving down US 74 uh, just in the middle of freaking nowhere between Charlotte, Monroe, and, um, and Rockingham. And uh, just listening to music on my uh, 
headphones. It was just, it was such a relaxing time. And um, I haven't had an experience like that in a long time. And I, and I really, this weekend made me realize how much I missed just the simple experiences like that. Just cruising down the open highway and there's nobody around you to, to bug you. Um, it's just great. You know, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, so hopefully more moments and more memories along those lines are coming soon. Uh, by the way, in case you were wondering what I was listening to, uh, the thing that, the thing that I found to be the most prominent on that drive was, um, uh, Paul McCartney's latest, uh, solo album, McCartney three, which came out recently. Um, he actually recorded it at the height of the pandemic, and he plays all the instruments on the album. Yes, even at the age of 78, he is still uh, going strong. And uh, for what it is, I really enjoy it. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Beatles and all the, the solo acts that followed. And, um, yeah, it, it's a nice listen. If you, can, if you can accept it for what it is, it's, it's actually pretty neat. Um, so I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the drive out to Rockingham. So I got there. Got to Rockingham at about 7 p.m. Eastern after documenting US-74 uh, between Charlotte and Lawrenceburg and then double backing to Rockingham. Um, and there, and we were... <laughs> I haven't done a trip like this in a while, so I was a little rusty, you know, going into it. You know, just kind of getting into the feel of traveling again and documenting stuff again. It's been a while since I did a big... Uh, clinchathon trip like this. Um, so in the midst of my haste of packing, I realized, uh, well, I didn't realize this until I was already in Charlotte, but I actually forgot to bring my spare batteries for my camera, uh, the, the photography camera, not the video camera. Um, that's kind of an issue if you want to document stuff in picture form. Now, I did have a couple of batteries, and in and as it turns out, I have the ability now to reflect on how the trip went. Um, it actually ended up being okay. There was some stuff I just couldn't get to because I didn't have enough battery power to do it. But I just picked out the stuff that was most important. And I found that I was able to get, you know, the vast majority of what I wanted to. And what I didn't get to is in the Charlotte area. And I expect to be back there again. Uh, in the not too distant future, so I'm not too worried about it. But anyway, before waving the white flag on the battery situation, I decided to uh, see if I couldn't find replacement batteries. And the only joint that was open in Rockingham on a Saturday night was the local Walmart. So I went into Walmart and looked for some camera batteries. And it's funny, they actually had the exact same camera model in, well, on display. Uh, in their little camera section there inside and I asked about it and I said hey you know I'm, I'm looking for uh, replacement batteries do you guys carry any of that and then they said no and, and I said well do you have this this model camera in stock and of course they did not so um, you know Walmart carries everything except the one thing that you ever actually need right I'm sure we've all been there before. But it was interesting. I'm also bringing this up to tell you guys about um, the COVID-19 protocols. Um, you might be wondering, you might have heard from either the news or from other people about how 
these rural areas in the South are handling or not handling the COVID pandemic. And I got to tell you that walking through that Walmart in Rockingham, it felt like I was walking through a Walmart in New New York State or somewhere in the Northeast with more stringent um, uh, guidelines. Um, I'd say at least... At least 90% of people in there had masks on. And I was very impressed with the uh, social distancing and the mask wearing, even in a place, you know, as conservative as Rockingham. So, you know, the South gets a bad rap at times, you know, because of how certain areas have handled COVID or have blown it off. Um but, you know, to tell you the truth, based on my experiences this past weekend, I'm not really sure what they're talking about. I, I think that I think that area of the country, at least from my experience, um, they're doing what they got to do. And I admire them for that. So after that failed attempt uh, to uh, find some batteries at Walmart, I headed to the hotel for the night. Stayed at the uh, Fairfield Inn right off of uh, US 74 Business in Rockingham itself. And that's the end of Saturday. Very eventful day. Um, and it, the events just kept on coming right through the, uh, the morning and the afternoon and into the evening. So that's a day that I'll remember. That's going down in the books, I think. In fact, so much so that I need a voice break before I go on to uh, Sunday's recap. So I'm going to do that right now. I think uh, the mayor for life of Charlotte, Adam, is here to uh, tell us about, uh, I don't know, he's here to tell us about something. But uh, take it away, Adam. We'll be right back with Sunday's recap. So don't touch that dial. And just an aside to uh, Mr. Prince. Um, yeah, I was in your hometown, or your your general area, this past uh, weekend. Although, as I understand it, you were up in uh, Pennsylvania at the same time. So, I don't really feel that bad about not meeting up with you. But I'm sure that that meetup will be coming, uh, hopefully, in the not-too-distant future, on a future trip of mine to the Carolinas. Um, Gotta tell you, Adam, you live in a pretty neat metro area. There's a lot to see. A lot more than I expected. Speaking of Adam's home metro area, let's get into the next day here. Sunday, April 11th, 2021. Uh, Clear skies after some morning clouds in Rockingham. Um, Skies improved to partly cloudy. Breezy, though. Winds out of the west. High temperature, 80 degrees in Charlotte. Picking up where we left off in Rockingham. uh, That's where we started the day, ended the day in Charlotte, North Carolina. Got on the road at about 7 a.m., headed west on US-74, back to Charlotte. This was a day devoted to completing documentation of all of the major freeways and highways in the Charlotte area. Uh, US 74 uh, between downtown and Monroe, including the new Monroe Expressway toll road, which opened in 2018. I paid the uh, hefty price of $4.10 per direction to document that highway. 
Alright, I was glad to do it. Hey, it's not too early to start planning for the next uh, Toll Roads Talk uh, roundtable discussion on YouTube, right? Uh, the interstates in Charlotte, we have 77, 85, 277, and 485. Uh, 77 has toll lanes as well. These are express lanes that were completed recently, uh, in the past year, I think. Um, and these express lanes run northward from downtown, up past Huntersville, up past uh, Lake Norman in their current form. It was quite a relaxing drive on those lanes, I must say. I had the entire roadway to myself because apparently I'm the only one in the Charlotte Metro who uh, wants to pay tolls, apparently. By the way, a quick aside on my, on my rental car. I told you that I was driving a uh, 2020 Volkswagen Passat this weekend. Um, we were, I was going over the rental agreement with the uh, lady at the front desk, and um, she very quickly dismissed the whole... Uh, toll roads disclaimer that we were going over and she said something to the effect of there are no toll roads in charlotte so you don't have to worry about tolls and i i thought about interrupting her i didn't do this but i, I did think about interrupting her and saying my dear my name is roadway whiz and i have come to charlotte to drive your toll roads so i got to clinch all the toll roads in the charlotte area the 77 express lanes and um the uh, US 74 bypass. Um, I guess we'll find out if I get a bill of some kind because the rental car I had did not have a, a toll pass on it. Um, so I would have been charged the bill by mail rate. So we'll see if that makes its way back to me at some point. Uh, stay tuned on that. Um, so yeah, the uh, the major highways in Charlotte, you know, 485 is the Beltway around town. Uh, 277 forms the inner loop right around the downtown core. Uh, 85 enters the Charlotte metro area from the west, and then departs to the northeast. And 77 comes up from the south in South Carolina, and departs to the north. Um, all of that mileage in the metro area was covered. It's the first major city added to the catalog since September when I was in Detroit. That was, geez, that was about seven months ago. Man, that was way too long. But as I said, it's good to get back out on the road. Good to do some video work finally, once again. Good to do some photography work just, just to kind of get the feel of traveling again. You know, being homebound for the last seven months or so. It's been pretty tough. Um, but it was just great to do this again. Uh, great to visit a new city um, and document some pretty interesting roads. Speaking of documentation, yes, the drone came along on the trip. Um... In the afternoon, I worked on some aerial footage of downtown Charlotte uh, and the Bank of America Stadium, which is home of Carolina Panthers NFL team. Um, that was left at the end of the day as work in progress to be resumed the following day. Also went for a uh, walking tour of downtown just to kind of get out of the car and do some walking around and some sightseeing on a more intimate level. So I took a walk around uh, the city center uh, late afternoon or so, after all my video obligations had been completed. Um, 
Of course, it's noteworthy for all you fans of NASCAR. The NASCAR Hall of Fame is located in Charlotte. Um, it is open for business right now. I, I think it's by appointment only, but I think I think you're able to get tickets if you want to go. Um, it's located, eh, I'd say, in the southeastern corner of the downtown area. It's pretty easy to get to. Um, so if that's your cup of tea, um, you know, that, I think that's worth checking out. I wouldn't mind checking it out at some point. Um, speaking of NASCAR, Charlotte Motor Speedway is, of course, uh, in the northeast suburb of Concord, right off of I-85. Um, so, you know, NASCAR's got quite a rich history in North Carolina in general, and also in the Charlotte area. So I would, I would say that placing the Hall of Fame here in uh, the Charlotte Metro was a good idea. And that's it for Sunday. Uh, after that... And uh, tying up some loose ends video-wise, headed to the uh, west suburbs to the hotel for the evening. Stayed at the Hampton Inn in, uh, right across from Charlotte Airport. And that's a wrap on Sunday. I'm off for another voice break here. We have one more day to cover. And we'll come back with Monday's coverage right after this. We'll see you in a second. Enjoy this little... Interlude. April 12th, 2021, day three of three, Charlotte area road trip. Weather conditions, clear skies, not a cloud in the sky, in fact, on this day. Temperatures made it into the upper 70s in Charlotte. Starting this day, I knew that I had about eight hours or so to work with before I had to be back at the airport for my flight home. So I decided to head into South Carolina. Um, so I headed, I got on I-85 at about 7 a.m., headed south. Or was it west? I think it's south. It's signed as south. Or maybe it's west. I don't know. Headed, headed somewhere outside of Charlotte Metro. Entered South Carolina covered the freeways of the Greenville and Spartanburg, South Carolina metro area. Uh, covered I-85, about 70 miles of it. So I left off at about exit 34, uh, southwest of Greenville. Everything north and east of there was completed. Also covered uh, I-26 between uh, interstates 85 and 385. Uh, 26 runs kind of compass north-south from Spartanburg in the direction of Columbia. So I got a little bit of that highway done. Also got full clinches of interstates 185, 385, 585, 
and the 85 business route through Spartanburg. I will take a second to alert all of you sign geeks out there that, yes, there is still some pretty old-school button copy signage on the upper end of 185 in Greenville and um, at the south end or towards the south end of I-585 in Spartanburg if you're looking for something to check out. Also, 185 is also very well known in the road enthusiast community for being a toll road for a good part of its length. And as I said, you know, with yesterday's summary, I am not shy about paying tolls to document highways. Uh, so I had to pay $4 each way to clinch 185 And I also had to pay it in cash because South Carolina has not really joined the 20th century. Yeah, I said 20th century and is far from reaching compatibility with its neighboring states as far as toll tags are concerned um, and toll by plate and all that stuff. So it's either the state of South Carolina issued Palmetto Pass, which of course I don't have, or you have to pay cash. So I got to pay cash for tolls for once. That doesn't happen very often anymore, but uh, that was an interesting experience. The toll takers were so happy to see me, too. It was very odd, and, and I, I guess that's because they probably see, like, five cars a day. Because when I drove it, and when you look at the pictures in the video later, eh, there's nobody on this freaking road. Eh, there's, it's just empty. It was just me, pretty much, for the whole trip. Um, it's one of those roads that I scratch my head about and, and wonder, what is it even doing here in the first place? Um that might be a talking point for a future podcast episode who knows but uh, anyway so that was all covered and clinched uh returned to charlotte at about got back to the metro at about one o'clock eastern so i had i had a couple hours to play with went back to the uh, drone footage uh resumed that work in progress operation Again, featuring uh, the downtown area of Charlotte and the area around Bank of America Stadium. I'm calling the drone footage collection effort complete at this time. I was able to finish all of the angles that I didn't get the previous day. Got some pretty neat shots that uh, hopefully you guys will be seeing on the Gribble Nation Facebook page and on the Roadway Wiz Facebook page as well. Uh, really looking forward to showing you guys that stuff. Um... So I did a bit of that for a little while, and by that time it was pretty much time to head back to the airport. Um, returned to the airport at about 4 p.m. Eastern for a 6 p.m. flight. Uh, the scheduled flight was Charlotte Douglas to New York LaGuardia. This time the flight was not canceled, and yes, this time it was a nonstop flight, which was the original intent of the outbound trip. Um, quick two-hour flight from Charlotte. We departed with clear skies, temperatures in the upper 70s, touched down at LaGuardia at about 7.45 Eastern Time uh, to rain. Rainy conditions becoming heavier as the night progressed, temperatures steady in the low to mid-40s. Arriving in LaGuardia, got a shuttle back to my parking lot, picked up my car, and uh, drove to uh, my field office in the South Bronx. 
um, which is actually where I'm recording this right now. I'm actually surprised that I've had a lot of peace and quiet to do this over the last few minutes, uh, at least before my shift begins here in, in a little while. Um, by the way, the route that I took to the office from the airport, in case you're interested, um, Grand Central Parkway eastbound, uh, Whitestone Expressway, Whitestone Bridge northbound, and uh, Bruckner Expressway westbound to reach the general vicinity of Hunts Point. Uh, quick aside, I did stop at the uh, local Starbucks off of 20th Avenue near College Point to grab some coffee because I'm going to have to find a way to make it through a night shift after spending all day um, driving around and on an airplane. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Stay tuned on that. Um, by the way, it's, it's interesting. You know, it kind of brought me full circle because that very Starbucks is one that I frequented about, oh geez, probably, probably eight years ago now. Uh, that was my first real job uh, in the private sector. It was my foot in the door to um, the company that ultimately gave me the opportunity with Tap and Z Constructors. Um, yeah, we were doing uh, Hurricane Sandy recovery work. I cannot believe that was eight years ago. Jeez. Um, but it was, and that was a Starbucks that me and my fellow office workers at the time frequented quite a bit. So it was neat to kind of go back in there and see that it was still there. I probably haven't been back there since I left that office, which was, again, about eight years ago. Um, so that was a little interesting aside there. And um, got back to the office at about, uh, oh, let's see, about 8.45 p.m. Eastern. And that is the end of the trip. Three days, lots of fun. It could have been even better, um, but all in all, it wasn't too bad for a first trip, you know, after having been home for seven months. This, this one wasn't too bad. That's the end of the day three summary. I'm off to another quick voice break here, and we'll come back with the totals and some final thoughts on the trip as a whole, and some... And maybe a little bit of a prediction or a little bit of an outlook on things to come uh, in the coming weeks as far as the Carolinas are concerned. So we'll come back for that final segment right after this. Don't go anywhere. here one final time on this episode of just passing through on the gribble nation roadcast um you've been listening to a trip report from my uh three-day weekend adventure in the uh general vicinity of charlotte north carolina um here are the totals from this trip uh the rental car the 2020 volkswagen passat racked up 1216 miles about 1,200 road photos were taken. This includes the drone photos from downtown Charlotte. And 148 video files were collected. To put that in perspective, the video file count, that's about, oh, that's about a month and a half worth of video content on YouTube that was recorded in just about two and a half days. That's, that's not too bad. Um, 
again, as I said at the end of the last segment, you know, this was a great trip to do um, just to kind of get back in the rhythm of documenting things again and, and traveling and road tripping and all that stuff. And as I alluded to in the Saturday review, um, it was just so relaxing just to do something like this and, and have a good time. Um, I missed that. I missed feeling um, so, you know, out of touch with uh, the surrounding world, you know, while driving down the highway. It, it's such a it's such a relaxing feeling. Um, and I, I really hope that I can experience more of that in the months ahead. Um, so that was Charlotte, the first major metro area added in several months. You know, as good as this trip was, it could have been a heck of a lot better still had things not gone awry from the start with the flight situation on Saturday. Um, you know, in the end, I, I don't worry too much about that. I don't worry too much either about the, uh, the camera battery fiasco that also arose on day one. In both of those cases, I think there's plenty of opportunity to make up for lost ground. Um, this is the first of what I envision as a series of trips, um, the goal of which is ultimately to document all of the metropolitan areas of the Carolinas, So, or at least the ones that I haven't done already. So we accomplished Greenville, Spartanburg in South Carolina and uh, Charlotte in North Carolina. And uh, future trips will incorporate additional metro areas. Um, there's a lot to see in the Carolinas that I haven't seen yet. And um, hopefully I'm going to, well, I should be able to get to all of it this year. Uh, there's also a road meet in the works for uh, the Raleigh area coming up later this summer. So we'll see if I can find a way to make it to that as part of this. But all in all... Um, despite the rustiness and some of the, uh, the craziness that started this trip out, um, this was a good time. I'm glad I took the opportunity to do it. Um, and I'm looking forward to sharing more of the footage that I collected with all of you, um, on our Gribble Nation Facebook page and on, uh, my own, uh, Roadway Wiz Facebook page. And of course, someday... It may not be anytime soon, but someday you'll get to see all the video footage from this trip uh, on my uh, Roadway Wiz YouTube page, and uh, who knows, we might be uh, gathered live to talk more about these roads on a uh, live format. So, looking forward to that whenever that might happen, and I want to thank you all very much for listening. So, we're going to wrap this show up here. And hope you've enjoyed this inaugural trip report of mine. Looking forward to do more, doing more of these in the future. And uh, from all of us here uh, in the Bronx, New York, I'd like to say thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Oh, temper, temper. Thank you for tuning in to uh, an episode of the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Uh, we hope uh, you get to listen to us again soon. Have a good one.